Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. You can always listen to us for free on the Odyssey app. Make sure you download that today. And, of course, watch us live on YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Hit the like and subscribe button. You know, we don't do a ton of guests on this show. We have a lot of segments we do. We've got the big cut sheet, three people with microphones. So really no need for a guest on this type of morning show. But when you get big A-listers, you never turn them away. We had Donald Trump on last week, and now we are not only joined by the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, uh, amidst all of his ongoing impeachment inquiries and investigations and trials and cases, but also the current president of the United States, the 46th president of the United States. And I'm not even sure he's aware that he's with us, but he is with us. Joe Biden is here as well this morning. But I (laughs) want to start with Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump, good morning. It's great to have you back. And I'm just curious, your uh, latest response and what's going through your mind with the newest gag order that was opposed upon you by Judge Tanya Chuckin, if you don't mind. Well, the gag orders are disgrace, and it's great to be back in the city of brotherly love. And I understand that uh, the Phillies, they're doing incredible in the NLCS, a lot better than the Eagles who just lost to the Jets. That's not supposed to happen, but you did that, and that's not good. Uh, but you look at, uh, and Fetterman, remember Fetterman, the Eagles are better than the Eagles. They should focus on being better than the Jets. Right? Eagles! That's an easy thing. But, uh, you know, this gag order is a disgrace. I have to say that. And there's a guy who sounds a lot like me, and he might have to do a lot of the talking. But uh, I say the judge issued the wrong former president a gag order. She should have talked to Barack Obama. Just ask, you know, there are things in his past life that we could talk about. And uh, uh, maybe he's into that type of thing. But that's not my type of thing. Never has been my, as they say, cup of tea. Yeah. So we have that. God, <laughs> uh, Pre- President Trump, I'm just trying to stay composed here because I'm giggling like a little kid. You've also had strong remarks about the squad Dems. Uh, I've had my remarks about them as well. Uh, and I know you have elaborated o- on your platforms about the notorious PIG after their refusal to condemn Hamas. If you could elaborate on your stance with my audience, we would greatly appreciate that. Well, you have uh, Ilhan Married her brother. Some people did something. That's piggy number one. You have AOC, low IQ, and that's an insult to pigs, but that's piggy number two. And then you have the king piggy. You have Rashida. I say Rashida. She looks like, you know who she looks like? Roz from Monsters Inc. Always, always watching you. Where's your paperwork, Wazowski? She wants to know where the paperwork is. Never going to find out. That is the notorious P.I.G. I call her Piggy Smalls. You know that? I call her Piggy Smalls. Piggy, Piggy, Piggy. Can't you see? You understand what I'm talking about? She's a terrible person. She's a terrible person. And I have to say, I apologize to the swine community, the pig community, uh, for insulting you and comparing you to a terrorist sympathizer like Rashida. Michigan's got to do better than the notorious PIG. She's a terrible person. She's a disgrace, and she's hurting our country. (laughs) Mr. Trump, glad to have you on the show. I know your counterpart, Joe Biden, is uh, chomping at the bit to get involved, so hang tight, 46. We'll get to you in a moment. But one more for 45 and hopefully for 47. How disgraceful is it that the GOP-led House 
won't vote for your candidate as my choice as well, Mr. Jim Jordan from Ohio. Well, these people are smoking something stronger than whatever Hunter Biden gets his hands on. And maybe they went, maybe they visited the White House recently and got some of that cocaine or whatever the hell they're doing over there. But these people have to get their sugar, honey, iced tea together. They have to do it because if they don't, our country's hurting. Our country's hurting. There are terrible things that are breaking out all across the world. And we need to fix it. We need to be there. We need to be leaders, not fighters. And when I say fighters, we're fighting with each other. We need to fight for our country and fight the Democrats. Instead of fighting with each other, people are voting for good people. I like Steve Scalise. I like Lee Zeldin. Uh, I like Kevin McCarthy, but they're good people, but they're not running. They are not running. We need to vote for Jim Jordan. He's a fighter. He's a great wrestler, fantastic person. Uh, And he will be a great speaker of the House, the greatest speaker. He'll wield the gavel like uh, nobody's ever wielded a gavel before, even better than the former speaker, Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, who knows his way around the hammer. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Donald J. Trump joining us here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All right, Mr. President Joe Biden, you come on in here, sir. Uh, Mr. Biden, you have an incredible way of playing to the crowd and the home team. Could you tell us just a little bit about your upbringing in the Jewish community uh, and your thoughts on the unrest in the Middle East, as you have just uh, returned from uh, that area of the world. Well, 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 I got two words for you. Made in America. When I was a little boy, my daddy said, Joey, we're going to call you Jewish Joey. You're, 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 you, we, I, I, I was raised in, in, in synagogues, in the Puerto Rican community. The house went on fire. And, 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 and the rabbi took care of me. We, 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 we lit the menorahs, the eight crazy nights, Adam Sandler. And, 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 and so I was, I, I was, I was born there, Israel, home country. They say Scranton kid, but I'm actually from Jerusalem. And, 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 and so I got hairy legs and the kids, they rub my leg down in the pool and, and, and watch, watch the hair come back up again. Then we, we, we spun the dreidel. It was, it was made of clay. And, uh, and, and, and we had a great, great time. We're going to, the terrorists are bad people. We're going to keep giving them millions of dollars. And, and, and what happened? Uh, Mr. President, can I ask why the rising of the voice and the tone and the the voice inflection? I mean, sometimes you really seem like you're a corpse just out on your feet. And then all the all of a sudden you just elevate your voice and you start getting angry. Is is that just where you are in your life or are you doing that for effect? Yeah. Yeah. Where's Jackie? Uh, (laughs) She's uh, really uh, a great person. Uh, Uh, don't (laughs) yes don't jump uh mr president i know you talked about having the hairy legs there um i'm not sure if you're aware of the viral image that went viral on social media yesterday as you got done wrapping up your speech a lot of people took a a still photo of the tip of your chin uh it it looked like there was a couple of bumps on your chin i don't see them now so i'm wondering what exactly that was, and where have those bumps gone now this morning? Well, uh, come on, Jack. Uh, it's Nick. We have a we 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 we, we have a we have a bump up on the chin. It's because the, the 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 former guy called he called he called Rashida Tlaib the notorious P.I.G. So I say not by the hair on 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 my chinny chin chin, and so uh, uh, we removed something. 
uh, now we have uh, uh, the the chin, <laughs> it, 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 the leg bone is connected to the thigh bone. Chewing and not shoving pressure. Uh, the great Sean, uh, Sean Farage is with us. Oh He's God. Captain Deplorable. You can follow him on Twitter at Sean underscore, for, underscore Farage, and he's got a great show that he does as well. Uh, so, Sean, let me just wrap it up. By the way, just great. Your Biden is phenomenal. I thought, your, I thought your Trump was impeccable. Uh, yeah. Your Joe is just as good. But uh, I know you do a show on a daily basis, so I just want to get your thoughts and reaction to what we saw yesterday in the offices of the Capitol with the, the storming of the pro-Hamas supporters. Uh, well, first of all, guys, thanks again. Uh, I've, no one's ever asked me to do Biden before, so that was tough. To <laughs> I had to go from I had to go from someone I really like to someone I can't stand. <laughs> so, uh, it was tough, but I'm glad you liked it. Um, yesterday was an insurrection. Hello, I mean they were in the you know I sound like Herman Edwards. Hello, you play to win the game. It, yesterday was an insurrection. It was clear they obstructed an official proceeding. They obstructed the House vote. They walked in there. They occupied it. There were arrests. Uh, Rashida Tlaib obviously spoke at the rally before the insurrection, a la our favorite president. That's what they say about Donald Trump. Um, 22 years, I think, is the charge. We have Jamal Bowman, who I'm assuming should be getting charges for making up the excuse about pulling a fire alarm, uh, which he thought would open a door. I've never seen that happen before. It's like he must be a magician or something. And you have Rashida Tlaib coming out there, not just speaking at this rally, but repeating this lie about this hospital in Gaza that not only wasn't hit by Israel, it wasn't hit at all. It was, the parking lot was hit. Mm-hmm. No, but there was not 500 casualties. So she, they, this is the narrative they use against Donald Trump, right? The big lie. They, their accusation is the election was never stolen, and he said it was, and it, and it incited violence. Well, this is a big lie, right? Rashida Tlaib tells people, tells these pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian supporters that a hospital was hit and 500 uh, people were killed by Israel. Never happened. A parking lot was hit. Dozens of people lost their life, and it's still a tragedy. But that lie was used to incite violence and, uh, violence and incite an insurrection at the Capitol. So I'm waiting for Jack Smith, uh, Chutkin, and the rest of these goons to start levying indictments against the insurrectionists yesterday and start threatening them with 20-plus years in jail. Fair yep. is fair. Equality is equality. That's that's what I said a couple of hours ago. Uh, by the way, uh, we're streaming live right now on YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Tuna Fang on YouTube uh, says uh, Trump could use Sean as, uh, to uh, skirt the gag order. Yes. Meaning, you know, right. just have Sean Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes. And he can say whatever he wants to. That's the plan. Yeah. You know, I always, I see a Mr. President, right? Yep. If there's anything, if there's anything you can't say or anything you don't want to say, <laughs> I've got you covered. You know, you have like Allstate, you're in good hands. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Even when you're president again, when you're president, you want me to get on the phone? President G, listen to me, Winnie the Pooh. We're not going to do that. Okay? We're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is banned in China because President Xi looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, last one for you. We, we mentioned, uh, and I, I know I got your uh, your opinion in your Trump character uh, about Jim Jordan, but 20 Republicans voted against him day one, 22 yesterday. Do you see this thing going back in the other direction, or is, is Jim Jordan dead man walking at this point? I think Jordan will become speaker. He's going to ha- he's probably going to have to do what McCarthy did and make some concessions, which stinks uh, for us. But 
Um, I still think overall it's a net positive to have Jim Jordan as the Speaker of the House. I will say this because you're in the Northeast up there, the station. I'm from New York. Uh, I'm from Long Island. Uh, my former congressman, I moved to Tennessee, but my former congressman is Andrew Garbarino. He just voted for Lee Zeldin, despite the fact that Lee Zeldin came out and publicly endorsed Jim Jordan. And then there's the guy who took Lee Zeldin's seat, Nick Lalota, who does not, I can't stress this enough. I want everyone who's listening to bomb this guy's phones today. He doesn't even live in the district that he represents, this guy Lalota. And he's out there saying, well, my constituents say, you don't even know your constituents. Mm-hmm. I know this guy. He's a fraud. He's a phony. The guy's disgusting. He's voting against Jim Jordan right now, holding this whole thing up and doesn't even live in the district that he claims to be representing right now with this nonsense vote. It's a disaster. And there's a lot of other people like him. But I happen to personally know a lot about this guy. And he's a disgrace. Sean Farash. You can follow him on Twitter at Sean, S-H-A-W-N underscore Farash, F-A-R. A-S-H, and get all of his great impressions, as well as the links to all of his shows that he does. Always appreciate the time, pal. You're welcome back. Anytime you've got new material, we'll gladly give our audience a good laugh. Thank you. You got it, Sean. Sean joining us second time. I'll tell you what, the Joe is pretty good. Amazing. Yeah, and he, he tweeted about it. And I saw the video. And I'm like, wait a minute. He does a Joe? He has the inflection <laughs> down. He has both the uh, yeah. you know scatterbrain, doesn't know what he's saying, and also the very slow-paced uh-huh. um, thing down. Just amazing. Really good, yeah. for sure. All right, 855-839-1210 is the number. The Morning Mystery movie clip coming up in about five minutes. Dawn's Big Three at the bottom of the hour. Part two of the cut sheet, and of course, who won Twitter today and what's on tap for the Dawn Show. But if you're tuning in for the first time this morning, uh, reminder. We start at 6 a.m. <laughs> but uh, just to catch you up to speed, you can always go back and obviously get the beginning of the show on the Odyssey app or watch us on YouTube. Uh, the big take this morning on Jim Jordan and the failure to get the necessary votes from yesterday. Uh, also, the storming of the Capitol by uh, pro Hamas supporters and pro Palestinian causes. Uh, the big crux of the show this morning in the first hour but i you know he was very and sean is is definitely uh more trump uh jim jordan conservative than than a kevin mccarthy rhino for sure but he seems to think and he said it pretty quickly there that he thinks jim jordan will get the votes but concessions will need to be made and i'm just wondering how that will play out for the and I'm a Jim, I mean Jim Jordan's been my number one choice since we found out that McCarthy was you know going to do what he did. But how many concessions will be too many? Is is Jim Jordan going to lose some support of the MAGA base of the Trump base that r- really wants to see this guy in there because he's feisty? Uh, he's a he's a staunch. Ad, I mean he's an adamant conservative on many fronts. But again, this is and as much as it ticks me off that we can't get. To 217 with Jim Jordan, and I mentioned well, Mike uh, Mike Kelly. He's he's going to mention John Boehner. I mean, it's I went off. I'm not going to go off on it again because uh, it, it won't be authentic. It was more authentic this morning. But to me, it's I, I look at this and I say, okay, how many concessions is, is too many? But this is see, this is the battle that you fight because if you want to win elections, and I'm talking about moving forward in 2024, yeah, you know, there's going to be some things that we know. Do not set well with Republicans moving forward. Like, say what you want about it, and I don't want to turn this into an abortion conversation, but Roe v. Wade and the overturning of it and sending it back to the states is an issue that Republicans have to overcome. 
You know, we've talked about uh, Trump. We've talked about DeSantis. They've been interviewed. They've been asked about it. Uh, we were ridiculing, I think, to some extent, probably me more so than anybody else on the show, the way Trump kind of danced around that can a guy become a girl conversation. There's just some things that you might be dead set in your beliefs on, and that's fine because I certainly am as well. But if you want to get to where you want to be, you know, again, this is why I think Trump has been so brilliant in his brief political career because he has taken the business mindset and the winning business mentality and, as Dawn says, the art of the deal has applied that to his ability to get things accomplished. And you can take that under any category. You can talk about American politics. You can talk about foreign policy. You can look at Trump the way he handled the Middle East with Israel and uh, all of the Arab nations. And I was watching a little bit of, uh, of Jesse Waters last night, and one of the things that I forget the guest that he had on But the guest made a great point of, and the left will always crush Trump for this, but you have to give him credit. He can, as big as his ego is, he can massage egos. Like, he gets criticized for saying that Xi or Putin or, you know, somebody in the Middle East is a smart guy. And you're like, well, wait a minute, did the the president, the former president really just say that? that that deranged leader is a smart guy? Yes, he did. Because under Trump, as Dawn has said, peace and prosperity, I'll just focus in and zero in on the peace element. He was able to keep all of these foreign leaders that have visions of creating this new world order, Xi, Putin, Kim Jong-un, Iran. And now what's happening under Joe Biden's watch? We're on the precipice of a World War III. We have Russia, Ukraine. We have Israel and the Palestinians. You know China, Taiwan is a powder keg that can go off at any point. So I I do find it interesting that he was very quick to say Jim Jordan will get the votes. But I'm wondering from the more right element of our listening base, how many people will still be happy with Jim Jordan if he gives in a little bit? Because you have a lot of hardliners that don't want to concede a darn thing and are tired of giving in. And, con- and offering up concessions, but with these scumbag politicians, that's that's how they that's how they make deals. They right. make deals by saying, "Okay, if you give me this, I'll give you that." There's got to be a trade off, or there's no deal, right? So he he has to do something for them in order to get their vote, yeah. right? Yep. So th- the give and take has to has to be there. Now, whether he he goes through it or not is, mm-hmm. is one thing but like he can't you cannot get to that level without making some sort of a deal That's with right. people i know people say like you know well we want somebody in there who's an outsider who's not going to be this the uh status quo i get that mm-hmm. but in order to get that level to where you're at you have to make deals with people you, you do. just do you so do. Th- he's gonna have to give something up if he wants to get these votes no and I, I don't know if he's willing to do that you know, at 59 years old, knowing the way his career has gone in the state of Ohio and then obviously, you know, his background with sports and being ultra feisty, it doesn't seem like he's the kind of guy that's willing to give in on too many things. I think it'll just be the question of what the actual number of concessions are and how that will resonate within um, one wing of the GOP base. 855-839-1210, the number. All right, 920 right on the dot. We've got a great prize. I'm going to tell you about that in just a moment, but let's get to our morning mystery movie clip. And now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. I'll say that guy for later. 
my wife and I would like to ask you a couple of questions. Sure, 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 go ahead. Well, well, for instance, uh, what are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. Now, what do you think? Think you know what it is? Be called 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. Oh, the prize this morning, a four-pack of tickets to tour the Battleship New Jersey in Camden, New Jersey. For more information, visit BattleshipNewJersey.org. Call her 12, 855-839-1210. See if we get our winner on the other side, and then we'll get Dawn's Big Three at the bottom of the hour as we continue Thursday morning. Kale and Company, Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, and the free Odyssey app. What a great time of year to find that newer certified luxury vehicle. You've been wanting, and you know you've been wanting it. You've earned it. Go get it with help from my friends from Piazza Premium Automobiles. They're always here for you in your unique vehicle search. And that's really across the region. Yeah, the tri-state area. The Piazza Premium Family featuring dealerships across Delaware, New Jersey, and of course, here in Pennsylvania with their newest location, Jaguar Land Rover, Harrisburg. So go get it. Find that Alfa Romeo, your luxurious Maserati, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Jaguar, or Land Rover at PiazzaPremiumAutos.com. P-I-A-Z-Z-A, Go get it. Beautiful day outside. It's going to be great today. Great show today. If you missed any of it, hit up the Odyssey app rewind feature. Get us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Dawn's Big Three coming up in just a few moments. But right now, time to get our winner in here for the morning mystery movie clip. We've got Robert in Warminster. Robert, what movie clip did we just play for you, sir? That was Beetlejuice. That is correct. You've got the four packs of the four pack of tickets to the Battleship New Jersey in Camden, New Jersey, Robert. So thank you thank very you much, so much for listening and thanks for playing. All right, big fan. Appreciate it. You got it. Robert is uh, in and out as the winner. Richard Nataro says, uh, "I think you used. Be- oh, we might have some controversy here. Uh oh. I think you used Beetlejuice as the morning movie clip a couple of weeks ago, but you can't always go by my memory. I sometimes think I- I'm living in the '70s under the Jimmy Carter administration. <laughs> I, I think Robert. Uh, I think uh, Richard. Excuse me. Might be correct. Um, but different clip though. It's, it was a different clip, and also we have a different associate producer. That's correct. Doing it. So um, if we did, I apologize. I can't keep track of of, of every movie. Not Why not? We always do. It I, all I lumps remember. together now at this so, point. It, look, it was an easy. It was an easy one. Hopefully, yeah. you uh, you know uh, you listened to it and it was like, yeah. oh, I can get that and tried to call in. Yeah, Dorenzo would approve of how easy it was, as he's down in Fort Lauderdale soaking up the rays. All right, nine thirty on this Thursday morning. Let's find out what's going on in the world of news. For that, Don Stenzel with the Big Three at Nine. It's the Big Three at Nine on Kale and Company. Big Three at Nine, sponsored this morning by Best Work Industries. For the blind, number one this morning, the U.S. Justice Department announcing it has opened an investigation into possible civil rights violations by the police department in New Jersey's capital city. So nobody's investigating what happened at the U.S. Capitol with all those protests yesterday, hundreds arrested. That's not what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Trenton, New Jersey, DOJ opening up the investigation, focusing on 
allegations that police officers have used excessive force, stopped motorists and pedestrians without justification, and illegally searching homes and cars. Wow. Illegal search and seizure going on. So, um, once again, kind of the, uh, well, th- that's, so that this is Trenton, and we already know that this is prohibited in Philadelphia, correct? Yeah, I wonder if they're moving toward this driver equity law oh, like boy. we have we in Philadelphia. Yep. And that's what they're saying that they should get and have. Mm-hmm. But with a time where, you know, Trenton, New Jersey, they've certainly been, it's an embattled, it's a beautiful city. And it's amazing that it has not made the comeback that it should, mm-hmm. but it's crime ridden. Of course. Right? And so now, you know, you think about police recruitment, this probably doesn't help those efforts. No. Good luck filling those jobs. Hey, we can't police people. Uh, Why would I want to be a cop if I can't do my job? Uh, Number two, let's talk about United Airlines has a new boarding process that will push for and prioritize window seat boarding, trying to speed up the process. So this is the (laughs) airlines. You know, they're they're still going to have the seats that squish you in like sardines. But there's they're advertising this, that your boarding zone will soon be prioritized on United Airlines. As uh, And this has been an internal memo that has been leaked. They're changing their process for boarding for economy class passengers because of a lot of complaints that are going to speed things up. So if you have a window seat, then you'll go first. Well, and that makes sense. Makes sense, right? right? Instead of having to climb over the guy who's sitting in the aisle seat and the next thing you know, he's got to get up and the line backs up and it's just a whole mess. <laughs> I thought that was just a story that we can all re- relate to. And number three... Uh, Mummer's Day Parade, which I can't wait for. Yeah, are you going to be on the call again? Yes, Larry and I are hosting oh, nice. again this year. So very I'm very nice. excited, looking forward to that. Yes. Now, normally, the the mayor, in this case, the 100th mayor of the city of Philadelphia, would usually be sworn in on mm. right on that day. However, it's the Mummer's Day Parade. Okay. So would, would they just swear in before and get up early? No. The next mayor of Philadelphia won't be publicly sworn in until 36 hours into the new year because because of the Mummer's Day Parade. So there's a little delay going on. Okay. And so I guess that will, you know, extend the 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 swearing in, if you will. So Mayor Jim Kenney, he's done. Mm-hmm. He can drink his Prosecco and be done with us <laughs> yeah. and, and move on. <laughs> after Year's he's Eve. done greasing the poles after the World <laughs> Series Parade. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully we'll be celebrating. I just thought it was a fun little story that, it's in the history. It's the 100th year in Philadelphia. Yep. So they're making special provisions for that 36-hour time period when Mayor Kenny is done, and then you have the new mayor being sworn in. Have you already begun your prep yes. for the broadcast? You yeah. have. Wow. Believe it or not, it takes a lot of prep. I believe because it. Because of and and you think about hosting it, the prep. Because last last year it was last minute because of the sponsorships. Mm-hmm. So we literally came in like a two weeks before and yeah. we're working intensely. But you think about all of the individuals who have been working for a year. You know, literally they start the you know, on January second, mm-hmm. that's when they start prepping for the new year. Costumes, choreography. Yep. And post pandemic, it's really cool to see, especially young people who've mm-hmm. kind of suffered with not having a social life, it's a social life for people. Right. It is. And it's a heck of a production. I mean, it's amazing. I remember showing my girls the uh, the broadcast last year, and I'm like, look, that's Dawn. That's who I work with. And they're like, <laughs> she's on the radio? I'm like, yes. <laughs> so 
So. It's so much fun. It's just a, such a unique Philadelphia celebration. And, yep. you know, as they try to, it, it's cool that more people now it's streaming and Philadelphia transplants are just people interested in the history of the Mummers yep. want to watch it. I'll be watching so. it before the Rose Bowl. That's my routine. <laughs> well, um, we're sponsored and grateful to Best Work Industries for the Blind, Changing Lives, a nonprofit organization located in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, Best Work Industries for the Blind, providing training and employment for people who are blind or visually impaired for employment opportunities. Or if you want to donate, just go to bestworkindustries.org. Enjoy today's sunshine. The weather changes, especially Friday night into Saturday. Kale and Company News Live. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. Uh, we just got this story. Uh, this coming out about uh, about an hour, about an hour and a half ago. Joe John Fetterman, actually, with uh, a very interesting social media decision. Uh, as I'm reading this headline from our friends at Mediate, John Fetterman subtweets fellow Democrats. So if you don't know what a subtweet is, it's in response to or a tweet implying or referencing somebody else. I think without directly uh, responding to their tweet. Uh, so John Fetterman subtweets fellow Democrats who rushed to blame Israel for the Gaza hospital bombing, which we now realize was a parking lot, saying it is, quote, truly disturbing. Uh, Fetterman declared his support for Israel on Wednesday as he referred to the intelligence that the hospital bombing was caused by a misfired rocket from Palestinian militants, not an Israeli airstrike. The senator called attempts to blame Israel, quote, despicable. And then he took to Twitter and said it's truly disturbing that members of Congress rushed to blame Israel for the hospital tragedy in Gaza. So it seems to me uh, you arrive at the conclusion that I would think, and if I'm wrong, somebody correct me, Fetterman's basically taking a shot at squad Dems wow. and their refusal to acknowledge their false accusation. I didn't have that on my end of the world bingo card. No, you? no. It might be one of the first uh, things that Fetterman has done that has made sense and we can agree with here. So um, very interesting that the uh, the Pennsylvania senator has a, um, a, a little ounce of uh, common sense because, yes, it, it really what it is, I'll take his D word of despicable. I, I'll say it's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous to say this, be wrong, and then not be willing to correct yourself. One thing if you get it wrong. I get something wrong every day on this show. But you got to be willing to admit it and uh, you know make amends to it. But you know, the squad Dems, Rashida Tlaib, as you heard in the cut sheet, not willing to do so. 855-839-1210 is how you climb in. Ken John on YouTube says, and Fetterman makes sense? What is going on? Uh, this is what a world we're living in now. John Fetterman. <laughs> Common sense. Says uh, someone Someone probably hacked his account. <laughs> it was probably yeah. was. Yeah. It's probably Giselle. All right, we'll come back and find out what's Actually, on let's the... do it right now. And oh, yes, we'll yes, yes. Okay, let's uh, let's get to uh, what's on the cut sheet part two. What's on the cut sheet? I do. So this just, this person on TikTok is a uh, trans activist. Oh, boy. It's a man who tells everybody he's a woman. Okay. And he would like you guys to know, you being you, you, Dawn, and oh. you women, oh, that nobody is going to stop him from using the women's restroom. Oh, one of these guys again. Uh, yeah. Okay. Another tough guy. Uh, Daniel, hopefully you have this. I just sent it to you. Uh, here it is. Uh, this this man is, is is saying, hey, 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 I can use whatever restroom I damn well please. All right? Yep. You got it? Mm-hmm. Here we go. I go where I please. 
I will continue to go into women's restrooms. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, are we watching? Are yeah. watching this? Are- the glass is a little small. <laughs> well, the face may be a little Look, big. Dude, bro. <laughs> oh, man, first of all, you are you are one ugly one. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, my God. Is this a person? Wait, is this a biologically born yes. male? I, I mean, listen Correct. to the voice. Hey, women. <laughs> I used to I'm, play for the Eagles. I could use the man, the women's bathroom if I want to. Yeah. You fembots don't get in my way. <laughs> um... I mean, doesn't even try and no. disguise the voice, right? No, no, he doesn't. All right, uh, uh, Daniel, I'm going to start this clip over, okay? Here we go. I go where I please. Mm-hmm. I will continue to go into women's restrooms, women's locker rooms, women's yeah. spaces, because I am a woman, whether you like it or not. Right. And there's nothing you can do about it. Right. There's nothing Fox News can do about it. Ollie London, uh, Ben Shapiro, uh, Stephen Hilton... Uh, Tim Pool, uh, Moms of Bigotry, uh, Lips of TikTok, Charlie Kirk, Mm. Matt Walsh, Matt Gates, Mm -hmm. Nick Fuentes. There's nothing any of you can do about it. Nothing. Wow. I go where I please. Yeah. Take that, Meg Brock. And so far, nobody's had the guts to even try and stop me. Look at him. Yeah. You know, that's where I, that, they, <laughs> I can't say what I really should. It's like that, but that's the moment right there where you just kind of root for a female to accidentally maybe clip him across the, the chin with, with a, with a fly swatter. Like, and, and, and oh, by the way, let me look at the, the eye fashion, by the way, because, you know, Don, Don, Don wears beautiful eyeglasses. Um, I don't know what mine are, but they're not as bad as what he's wearing in that video. Like, can you get glasses that actually fit the contours of your face? <laughs> It looks like his face is about to eat his glasses. <laughs> Stop. There's no, but, a lot of face there, by the way. A lot of face. If you want to see this, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHD. Please hit the like and subscribe button. Yes. I, I haven't mentioned that all show. So, but yeah. here, you know, listen to this person, this person's anger, and mm-hmm. there's a rage within, but there's also a creepy, scary resentment going on. This is, it's threatening, too. It, it is kind of threatening. Yes. And that's what's... This is not somebody who is just kind of a humble person saying, I am who I am and mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to go to, I'm going to be respectful of others' space, but right. this is who I am and I hope they don't mind. It's not that. Isn't it's, respect a two way street, Dawn? Yeah, it should be, but it's not that. And the truth is that this individual's wrong. In fact, at a private facility, if I'm, if I'm in my, if I'm in my workplace, now, we have separate stalls that go high up in the women's bathroom here. So if this individual is in a stall in the ladies' bathroom here at Odyssey World Headquarters, I'm not, A, going to even know it, nor do I care. But when this person says, I want to go in a locker room, <laughs> I do as a well, I can go I, and I can complain. Yeah, I can almost guarantee you, you would know if this person was in the stall yeah. next to you. Because, Groaning because and grunting. He, he'd be dropping a heater. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> he made a poopy oh, show. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, by the way, uh, Bubba45 on YouTube, I agree with him. He says, boy, this person seems to know a lot of conservative commentators. Oh, I agree yeah. with you. I know. Yeah. Like, for, for for people who are just like, I can't stand that side of the aisle, mm-hmm. sh- he sure could rattle off oh, every yeah. single person. He knew, more, he knew more people than I did. I'm surprised he didn't mention Riley Gaines. Chris Forsyth says, straight up potato. <laughs> yes, he you, is a potato. If, head, if, you look, if you look at his head. He does look like Mr. Potato. He is Mr. Potato. His, his his head is shaped. Yeah. Daniel Daniel, I'm sorry, I don't mean to catch you 
cold here. But yeah, put him you... in box four. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, from the from the from the end of the glasses down, he's like eighty percent face. He's all head. He's like no shoulders. I am a woman, damn it! Yes. <laughs> I will go in whatever stall I please. Wow. Good God. But he, but he's he or she, however this person identifies. I don't care. Right. Live your life. Right. But when you start going in a women's locker room mm-hmm. in a private facility, I absolutely, I can tell you in the gyms that I belong to, I absolutely have a right mm-hmm. to go to the front desk. And say there, I'm. There's a penis in the women's locker room. There's a potato. There's a, potato there's a penis in the women's locker too. room. And I don't care about the potato face. I yep. just the penis yep. is not belonging in the women's locker room. That's right. Not happening. I know you play that Boom. video, and I you should follow it up with the stock question of who's under attack here. Right. Seems like he's the one on the attack, right? Yeah, and he's just aggressive and yep. creepy. And by the way, there are some trans individuals who actually wouldn't care because they would. Be, first of all. Locker rooms are just weird anyway. Yes. Let's just be honest. It's weird for dudes in, in yeah. general. Like the whole thing, and more and more gym locker rooms are going to the separate things, but it's this person's, it's not, it's this person's attitude that yeah. it makes me a little nervous I, more I, than, I, not just the. I've told you the dynamic of the men's locker room at my old YMCA in Tennessee. I mean, the younger generation, younger than me, um, they they remain fully clothed. They don't shower there or anything like that. And then the older generation, guys in their late fifties, sixties, they're walking around butt naked. They're going from yeah. their locker to like, brush their ew. teeth to go into the sauna. It's a very. It's like you, you just keep your head down. Yep. You do your thing. There's some dudes there butt naked having conversations with yeah. each other. Hey, did you see the Phillies last night? By the way, I'm guessing any man who's shaped like that has a little nubbin. So I'm sure there's. You, you probably can't even see it. <laughs> I mean, let's just. Big, I shouldn't even. It's, it's, it's the size of a. You thumb. can't even see it. Well, no, the gut is going to extend so far down. Maybe truthfully, one, maybe yeah. one day I'll be able to see my. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You're not going to see the thing because so it could be. You're like, oh, that's a homely oh, woman. You don't man. even know. All right, we have to. Like a, a falling uterus. Oh. Yeah, could be pouch drop. We always go. We always go too far in this we segment. Do. We, we do. do. I it's... think we should cut the show off at noon. <laughs> the dawn show now expands from nine thirty to noon. <laughs> All right, we'll come back and find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show, who won Twitter today, and see what other uh, nonsense we can discuss. Oh, it's a Thursday. It's Kale and Company. We're back after this. This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. What a big, big month this is. October at Parks Casino. I'm talking about the $50,000 trick-or-treat treasures. It's on when. And you'll have a close encounter with the creepy claw machine. Winners selected every 20 minutes tomorrow, Friday, October 20th. So earn entries right now for your chance to play the creepy claw with the $50,000 trick or treasures only at the number one casino, Parks Casino, plus the hottest entertainment. It's going to keep you coming back for more every time. Thousands of -of state-of-the-art slots, 115 table games, the best sports book on the entire East Coast. And my friend, Joe Conklin's Comedy Night, The Best, with New York's Best Club Comedians every other Thursday night. Tonight, Rizzioli will be on stage and the best local bands every weekend, only at 360 Lounge. Don't miss these top headliners. Come to the Excite Center at Parks. So tomorrow night, Michael Blaustein, comedian, is tomorrow. Howie Mandel is Friday, November 17th. And then on Saturday the 18th, you'll have Air Supply. Aaron Lewis, Thursday, November 30th. And then for mid-December, we're looking at Michael Carbonaro and Martina McBride. 
Parks, the ultimate destination for action, excitement, entertainment. Just visit ParksCasino.com, Parks Casino and Sportsbook. This is how you win. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We'll make a Phillies Game 3 prediction in just a few moments. First pitch, 507. Zioli Comedy Night at Parks tonight. Stop on out and support Rich. And uh, right now we support Dawn's show because in seven minutes it takes over. What do we got, Dawn? Yeah, so uh, off the top, obviously, I always update on the latest and breaking stories and developing stories. We're watching what's going on with Jim Jordan, uh, attempt number three. He's 0 for 2 right now. So he's like the Diamondbacks, you might say. (laughs) Um, But um, coming up about 10.04, 10.04-ish, we have a mom for liberty who is Joy Schwartz, educator, mom, who is involved in filing these lawsuits we've seen in support of voter integrity in our suburbs of Philadelphia. So what's going on, for example, in Delaware County with excessive spending, property tax hikes, and all of that? We're going to look at the DA situation as well. And so we're going to get the inside take on Moms for Liberty's issues, as I'll say, across our region, but especially a deep dive into some of these areas where the taxes are going up and what's going on. So she'll give us the inside track on maybe, the latest. Maybe you could play the potato head clip for her because uh, potato head was coming for women like her. I know, right? And Moms for Liberty. <laughs> yes. And then uh, coming up at 11, my friend, our friend, Christine Flowers, she'll be in the 11 a.m. hour. And we'll talk about all, all of this with Philadelphia, the ambush of Philadelphia police. She has some new information about the cameras or lack thereof at the Philadelphia International Airport that would have helped certainly find those alleged gunmen sooner, but expanding on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, if you will, or the attack, and locally, Penn, U of Penn, what was going on on campus just yesterday. So we'll, we'll kind of do a, a full view there with Christine Flowers. All right, Dawn Show coming up in six minutes as we wrap up today with Who Won Twitter Today? Who won Twitter? Joe Andre wins Twitter. He says, God bless Dawn. That penis evaluation, falling uterus commentary needs to make the end of the year montage. <laughs> you want to pound it? You can. Oh, and then do like a dry rub. That's the cooking segment. I would, I would actually argue that the last half hour of this program... <laughs> Always the best. Yeah. Always the best because we're we're <gasps> so punch drunk <laughs> and tired. We're like Joe Biden. You yes. never know what's going to come out of our mouths. We're just ready to go to bed. <laughs> it really is. Yes. It yes. really is. And I'm technically, I'm the only one that can go to bed because I go home and take a nap and you guys <laughs> yeah. actually continue being professionals. Uh, anyway. Lazy boy. Yes. We try. <laughs> um, prediction time. Uh, game three tonight, yeah. Phillies and uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, the Phillies on the road. I see uh, the Phillies are a small favorite, and the over-under is nine runs. Nine. Stalker, you're up 40 bucks. Yeah. Are we going to keep going with this? Yeah, we might as well. Okay. Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't learn my lesson. No, you obviously don't. I don't. Uh, I'll take the Phillies 6-4. I think Arizona, if they get one, will be uh, in game four, which could be a bullpen game. So you're going the over. I'm going to go over nine runs and give me the Phillies 6-4. I'm going under with the nine runs, and I'm going to take the Phillies at 4-2. Four, uh, four to two. Okay. 4-2. Okay. to two. There you have so. it. Wait, so Nick thinks the Phillies will win. Greg says what? The Phillies will win 4-2. Four 4-2. to, two. Four yep. to two. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I think the Phillies might lose today. As well as in Game 3, Jim Jordan. I think both J- Jordan and the Phillies lose today. Dawn, you better keep your mouth closed. Oh, J- Jim Jordan is definitely losing wow. it's today. Three, it's 
three and three for Jordan. I think it'll be another loss. I think FanDuel and Parks are offering a parlay. Off <laughs> the Phillies and Jim Jordan both lose. You get five to one on your money. Yeah, Jim Jordan is definitely going to lose. Dawn, Dawn is saying the Phillies lose. I okay. might. All right, here's the they're exhausted. Here's, here's what I'll do. Dawn, if you win, the $40 goes to you. All right. Well, it still comes from me, though. Well, yeah, because you're going to owe me. Okay, so I'm giving it to you, and so we're yes. going to play. Like, He's like pass. a Democrat. He's yeah. redistributing the wealth. <laughs> we're redistributing gonna, all the wealth. Yeah. We're going to pass it from booth to booth. Exactly. It's like musical cash. Exactly. There we go. All right, that's going to do it for us. Last half hour, always the best. Yes. I stand by that ah. statement. Correct. Have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. Dawn is next. Until then. Good night, everybody. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.